everyone welcome to another weekly episode of limitless podcast a place where we bring together global thought leaders in sales and marketing to get you specific answers to all your questions my name is sanjana and i'm the host of limitless podcast today we are speaking with partha shrinivasan he's the host and partner of billionaires and boxers so it's shortly called bib so bib empowers podcast owners and entrepreneurs to achieve success with podcast Uh, Partha is also the host of the East podcast, which is his personal one, uh, where he explores and simplifies various aspects of uh, engineering and technology. Uh, he is also a content creator, marketing consultant, and a digital marketing trainer. So he wears so many hats, and he has a reason for this, which he'll tell us shortly. Hey, Partha, welcome to Limitless. Hey, so thank you very much for having me on the podcast. I do appreciate the invitation, and I'm happy to be here. So glad to have you here, Partha, and thank you so much for joining in today. Uh, I'm really excited about the conversation that we are going to have. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was looking forward to it. Uh, I have uh, had a look at the other podcasts that you've done. It's a very interesting space, and it's evolving constantly. So to have uh, different opinions, different perspectives, is obviously very, very useful. And I hope that right. your audience gets to learn a little bit more with uh, with what I share. I hope it adds value. that's why i'm here definitely definitely so the topic for today is uh, podcasting to sell products uh, win clients and as a tool for business development all right uh, yeah so well there are many ways to monetize a podcast right uh, some work well uh, when you are just getting started and others work best once you are more established and have a larger audience so either way you will find at least one way to monetize your podcast no matter what stage you are at so uh, let's hear it from partha on what tips he has for us to monetize and uh, grow our business with podcast so uh, partha can we get started with just a brief introduction about your career journey and oh how did you venture into bib and your love for podcast all right so uh i hope we have enough time because i don't think 45 no i'm just joking uh <laughs> so <laughs> i i've been in marketing and technology for now about 15 years uh i actually started off with my family business uh, we have a garment export business based in bombay um, okay. we have our own manufacturing unit we used to have uh, units in tirupur and all of that fun stuff here in india and uh, we still do actually manufacture but just not in tirupur we have it here in bombay so what st- what started off as an interest in marketing from my journey in uh, in my garment business i said yeah i like marketing but not so much for the family business you know so like i had to venture out and figure out my own niche so i started off in pr uh, of uh, a while ago and i haven't looked back since uh, and i've always been in technology for as long as i can remember i've always been a bit of a geek in terms of you know ooh new shiny gadget i need to learn something new about it and i so that that's basically what fueled my uh, my hunger to learn more about what's happening so i started off in technology uh, as a media representative as a media relations man, uh, executive and then i moved my way up into content content has always been something that i'm very very fond of uh, i write uh, in fact i've just started writing my own book uh, it's a fiction series but it's still writing a book and i'm very very pleased about it i do a lot of writing uh, for corporates and stuff and i was like this is a good change and i'm done writing uh, Uh, stuff based on fact and corporate stories and all that i i don't want to do i mean i do do that but i just don't want to write a book about that as well so coming back to the story is um i used to write i love content so for me content writing is very very crucial it's something that i've been doing uh, since as far as back as i remember uh, 
by the way, for forewarning, there will be noises coming from the background. <laughs> I have three dogs and they're very loud. So I apologize if you hear barking sounds in the middle of the, uh, in the middle of me talking, it's, it's, it's not intentional. It's not me barking. My dogs love doing that. Anyway, coming back to the story again. Um, so I've been in content for as long as I remember. I've been in PR, I've done marketing, I've done corporate communications, I've been in journalism, I've had magazines of my own. Uh, I even did a nine year stint in Dubai where I was in, uh, mag I was in journalism, which is essentially where my journey with podcasting started as well. So I was, a ma I was the editor for a, a magazine called Game World Middle East. And over there, we started with a podcast and we did about 20 something episodes over there where we would interview brands like uh, Ubisoft, the, all, all the leading gaming brands, you know, like Sony, PlayStation, uh, Xbox, Microsoft, all of them, literally you name it. And we've had them on our show. We, we in fact, even interviewed a whole bunch of people from the community and we had a lot of fun building that podcast. I had a lot of fun building that podcast because I was responsible for getting the people on board, building the content strategy, making sure we had the communication proper and all of that fun stuff. So I had a lot of fun making it because it got me interested in using podcasting as a medium to go out there. Now, I've always been creating content. I mean, I have my own blog. Uh, I have my own YouTube channel. I don't do much on either of those because I find those to be very uh, aggressively attention seeking. So okay. when you look at podcasting as a, as a content form, it's very passive. I can hear it in the background. It's like an audio book. It's there. You're listening to it and you can do stuff alongside it as well. Whereas if you look at video content, if you look at written content, they need you to, they need you to look at the screen constantly and actually pay attention. Whereas a podcast is the stark opposite of that. And it does exactly the same thing. It has the same effect. It has the same value. It has the same impact. It's just not as aggressive. So that's one of the reasons that I love it, you know, because I'm a very, um, what do you say? patient, slow person. And I, I like moving at a very nice, steady pace versus having to say, come look at me, even though I'm wearing a red t-shirt, I know it's a little mm -hmm. bit of a stark contrast, but believe me, that's what, that's the kind of person I am. So I love it. I, so content has always been at the core of me. And, uh, my second podcast was something called tech tree, which is something that I started off with a few friends in Dubai, which is basically three of us, uh, one guy from a technical enterprise security background, enterprise technology background, another guy who was a systems and a software guy and me a technology writer and a technical writer. And I was like, uh, you know, let's just the three of us get together, build an opinion on one topic and record a podcast about it. And it did quite well, actually. We were, we were quite happy with the way it went. Um, so that was, that was that podcast. And then I moved back to India two years ago and uh, I started the East podcast, which is basically for engineering, applied sciences and technology, uh, which basically, and, and this is something that I love to explain is that, you know, when I say that my podcast is uh, engineering, applied sciences and technology, it could literally be about anything under the sun, which a lot of people don't seem to understand. They hear the word technology and they get fixated on that. But my podcast is literally about everything. So I'll be doing that. There, there'll be episodes around pharma, companies, there'll be episodes around how paper is made, there'll be uh, episodes around how uh, music content is created, there'll be episodes around content, and that's already out there. So the point is that, you know, when you look at East, uh, as the as a podcast that I created is basically my curious mind saying, how do things work? And why are they the way they are, which is essentially my line of questioning when I have my guests come on board, you know, hopefully, we simplify it a little more. And you know, that is essentially what we do. 
uh, I also get a got into digital marketing way back when, and I've been doing using it for a very long time. And I've especially been focused on creating websites and using WordPress, which is what I teach people mostly. Uh, so when I say I teach digital marketing, obviously I cover everything else as well, and I am a media trainer too. But then I I love sharing what I know, which is part of what I do even at BIB, and I'll come to that in a little bit. So you know, digital marketing came very naturally to me. I've been doing it for again. 10 plus years. I don't, I, I've lost count. Uh, let's just say that I've lost count. <laughs> and uh, so now when I train people, it's like, you know, uh, I have these nuggets that come out of nowhere. Like, oh, I have experienced this as well somehow. And it, it, it surprises me too. But it's fun. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm learning a little bit more of myself. I'm getting a little more introspective uh, understanding as well as I'm able to share my experiences with people. And that's what the training is all about. And I, I love doing that. And my students keep coming back to me and saying, sir, I have this problem. Sir, I have that problem. You face this. Have you understood this? And I have, I mean, I have experienced a fair amount, but then, uh, and, and then they'll say, sir, I'm the expert. And I'll be like, no, 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 I'm not an expert. This stuff is still evolving. I'm still learning myself. You see the number of courses that I have lined up on my own calendar. It's not fun. Because for me to be able to teach you, I need to be able to know that, which means that I need to stay up to date. Right, so right. there's no way that I can say that I am an expert. I'm also learning just as much as you are. Yes, I have a little more experience. Yes, I have a little more awareness on how things work, but that by no means makes me an expert. So I, I leave it at that and I just say, just keep that. Uh, in the process of me doing the East podcast, I actually uh, got con connected to a gentleman called Phil Pelucha. Mm -hmm. Um he basically start, he is the founder of uh, the Billionaires and Boxers Network and the Billionaires and Boxers podcast. And uh, he was out on a podcast tour talking about, you know, what BIB does and everything. And I had a pre-interview call with him. So, so I could have him on my podcast to talk okay. about what I'm going to talk on your podcast. You see how that, <laughs> yeah, it's a little, it's a little confusing, but bear with me. So I had a pre-interview call with him saying that, uh, dude, I'd like to know what exactly you're going to talk about. And we got to talking and uh, one thing led to another. And I said, I want to do that in India. Either you tell me how I do it or I do it without you anyway. And uh, he said, no, no, no. I want you to join me. Man. This is very interesting. I saw your profile and it's, it's a lot of fun. It's very, very curious. And uh, yeah, we should definitely work together. And that was a month ago month or so ago i have since rebuilt their website added systems built the entire flow set up the entire delivery system done the entire marketing for it uh, i'm on a podcast tour of it myself and it's just changed over to what it is today in the space of a month and it's it's grown so we've added three more salespeople. we've added more clients we've done we've added a course we've added the done for you service and then we're going to do a we're going to go back obviously to what we were doing best, which was creating content. And this is something that we all love. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's exciting times for us. And that's how I got in touch with the VIB. I still haven't done my podcast with Phil, by the way. And I, I, that's a running joke between him and me. He's like, you know, dude, we met because you we were supposed to come on my podcast. Guess what? That still hasn't happened. <laughs> yeah. I've recorded a few episodes with him. It's just not for my podcast. <laughs> got it, got it. Partha, that is so inspiring, uh, especially for a co-host myself. You know, that's that's really inspiring, the work that you've done. Uh, thank you for sharing that with us. My pleasure. Yeah. All Podcast right. over? Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just getting started. <laughs> All right. So let me jump 
straight into the questions that I want to ask you today. Uh, so my first question is, uh, why do you think podcasting is important for uh, every business and every individual? Wow. Uh, so everybody has a story. And mm -hmm. that's literally the bottom line for anything, right? I mean, when you were growing up, did textbooks interest you or did stories interest you? Stories, absolutely. The, that's exactly the difference between what you have when you're talking about written content versus what you hear in a podcast. Podcast is more storytelling. It's more about picking the pace at which you share information and, and building a narrative out of it. Yes, of course, you love reading books, but then guess what? When somebody tells it to you, it's so much more engaging. And of course, videos create a whole different version of that storytelling. But then again, like I said, it's too aggressive. It's, it demands your attention. Like the moment you stare away from the screen, you've lost that link. Whereas podcasting is something that happens and it's able to create your own sort of visuals imagery. Like, for example, I could be describing my favorite motorcycle, you know, the Harley Davidson 48 is this twin cylinder, no, eight cylinder V8 beast that just sits there, low slung, twins, uh, twin pipes flowing out of its engine shaft and the sound, the rumbling, the and already you're imagining the motorcycle running down the highway and it, it does that it creates an imagery in your head and that's exactly what podcasting is all about and i love the fact that i can do that not with a few topics but across the board like i could be taking something as mundane as oh did you know that uh, the medical representative went to the chemist and then he was talking to the guy and now you're imagining a guy with a blue shirt black right. pants standing in front of a chemist shop actually taking orders of how what next medicine but you can imagine that already right i mean it doesn't matter what the topic is the moment i start describing it you're imagining it and that's what the power of podcasting is now imagine you apply that to a business imagine you apply that to education imagine you apply that to literally anything under the sun Right. And that's the power of podcasting. And not a lot of people have experienced that. Uh, podcasting in America, yes, has evolved to a large extent. But if you look at it from podcasting in markets like Africa, India, any of the Southeast Asia countries, we're still eight to 10 years behind. How, what does that translate to in numbers? Let's, let's just build a little bit of uh, context. Sure. Yeah. If I were to start a technology podcast in America and I threw a, a stone into that pool, I'd hit maybe 100, 150 additional technology podcasts. Let's bring that back to India. If I threw the same stone here for that same pool, I'd probably hit 10, 11, 12 podcasts. My God, that's a 10x difference. And that's how far different the podcasting scene is from here to something like in, uh, in America. And let's, let's bring that back into another context. Uh, only 10 or 15% of the podcasts are actually monetized out of those. I mean, most of these people are doing it from the love of the content, which is why podcasting is still so pure. A lot of people are doing it because they want to share a story. They want to share the content. Yes, we are earning money, by the way. And that's probably only about 15, 20% of the people out there, but not all of them. Now we are saying you don't have to have and monetization could mean so many different things for so many different people. Like if you bring Phil on the show and I suggest that you should, he'll give you stories about how podcasting has fueled his travel talking about things he loves talking about it didn't give him i mean of course it gave him business also in the future but then the value is so much more because of the fact that he was podcasting like 
where else would you see podcasting say oh you know what come and talk to a, talk on an open stage to a 100000 people who are waiting to hear what your opinion is on such and such topic podcasting will allow you to do that because you have created a skill where you can actually share your opinion and people are listening to it and it also gives you a certain amount of credibility because guess what if you are talking rubbish people will call you out on it and that's what podcasting does that's what podcasting is to me at least got it and what are some of the ways to monetize uh, a podcast and what are some of the mistakes that people assume with monetizing so let me start with the mistakes the first thing that most people assume is um, you need an audience i mean most people assume that monetization equals advertising well, yes that is true to some extent but that's not the only way of monetizing and that advertising is based only on the audience size that you have uh it could also mean the audience quality it could also mean the level of interactions all of these things are very very crucial a person will associate with a podcast if the brand associates uh emotionally with the content that's been put out this is one way of uh, building a monetary value of your brand right you say yes i'm reaching out to only about 50 people in uh, on every episode every week but guess what those 50 people come back to me every time they're from this area uh and they keep giving me feedback you know this is what is important this is what is nice uh what's more valuable to you those five people who give me feedback or 100 people who listen and don't give you anything so that that one that is one of the biggest misconceptions in advertising unfortunately is that that misconception is not only on the podcast creator side but it's also on the people who are building that saying oh i would like to invest in podcasting but i need to have an audience who are at least 100000 good luck finding a good audience of that size my friend seriously mm-hmm. on podcasting good luck finding an audience of that size it's not happening but anyway um, for example i get 3 to 400 hits on my podcast on uh, on average which is huge that's awesome yeah. for me for me because i feel that even if one person is listening to my podcast for me that's a win correct because at the end of the day i changed one life or one person is interested in this and that's good enough for me that's that's my monetary value but again that that's a different perception altogether the other mistake that people make is uh, they try to create content for advertising whereas it should be the other way around advertisers need to create content that fits your brand not the other way around you create advertised bits as in you create an uh, content and then the advertising fits into it or you create special advertorial content you know and you identify it as such but the biggest problem is that uh, a lot of content creators will switch or move their brand to fit the needs of the advertiser which is something that is also another big mistake like now you're losing your own soul because somebody's paying you money for it sounds kind of weird doesn't it <laughs> yeah so true. that's that's also one of the biggest misconception biggest problems faced here now let's come to what is monetization right monetization could be anything so for example if in the process of my podcasting somebody comes to me and says partha i really love your content i believe that your audience is awesome thank you very much i'd like to sponsor your trip to the us and you will get a fully expen- full all expenses paid trip to go and cover this event and come back is that not monetary value it's not money in your pocket but it's a trip yeah, it's everything yeah. paid for that's money that you save Right. isn't that isn't that a monetary value isn't that i mean so then the question then begs is why does a person need money in their bank 
I mean, you could either tell the brand, no, no, no. You know what? Give me that money, put it in my bank. I don't want to attend your event. Oh my God, you're missing out on a chance to go make 10 more audience podcast, uh, 10 more podcasts exactly. versus having money in your bank. Huh? I don't know what I would pick. So that's one way of monetizing your podcast. If people come to you and say that I'd like to have you represent us at a show, that's huge. So that's one way of doing it. You have a business. This is another way that you can monetize. You have a business and you invite somebody to your show and you're like, uh, you know, dude, what you spoke about really resonated really well with me. And like, you know, there's a lot of similarities in the way we approach things. I'd like to work with you. Isn't that money in your bank? Definitely. So all of a sudden your podcast is earning you money, just not the way you thought it would. So money equals opportunities, is it? Opportunities equals money, not the other way around. <laughs> okay, got it. You're building the opportunity for you to go be out there and you're presenting yourself to the universe saying that, you know what, I am in the market. Come talk to me. Come let me talk to people who matter to you. I'm also building my audience. People know about me. One oh, guess what? The fact that now, because so if I have a podcast and I have one person listening to me now, now by virtue of the fact that I have in, you're interviewing me, Sanjana, I am obviously going to be sharing this with my audience. Now my audience and your audience could be two completely different sets. Right. That for me is also monetary value because at the end of the day, I am adding value. So monetization is not just money. It's a value that is attached to the task that you're con completing because of the fact that you're doing something on a podcast, right? So if okay. you get to go to a show, if you're getting business out of it, if, and of course, if you get advertising, I mean, nobody's going to say no to advertising that's coming to the show, but guess what? That's not the only way to do it. Then you could do stuff like affiliates and product sales and all of these things that happen on a podcast, but that depends on how you position your podcast and what your audience wants to listen to. The most important thing in this entire process is never forget who your audience is. Never forget who you're doing this for. You're doing it for yourself, but you're also doing it. So you add value to the audience who's listening to you. And the moment you shift that focus, so this is one of the biggest problems that I've again, and I mentioned this before that, you know, when advertisers come in and say, here's my money, we want you to talk about our product. And then immediately the product shift, the message shift goes from A to B. And then your audience is like, Ye big gya sala. it's like, he, this guy sold his soul. Like, I don't even know who he is anymore. And that's essentially what is happening to most content creators. Got it. Okay, so now uh, I, I want to dig deeper. So oh, please do. what mistakes did you make while starting out with your podcast? Uh, so beginners who are listening to this episode can take notes. My biggest mistake, I got so caught up in creating content that I forgot who I was making it for and I was doing it all for myself. And honestly, it's not even a mistake. It's just a tangent that I went on. It's like I was... I went out on a networking spree and I was like, Oh, you come on my podcast. Oh, you come on. And I was overextending myself. I never got to plan my episodes properly. And I never actually got around to recording half of them. It hurt my network. It hurt my credibility. Um, so that was one thing that I had to go and repair. The, the other big thing is um, going out and meeting too many people also. Uh, well, actually, no, that's not so much of a bad thing as long as you know what you're talking about. But what happens is that you also tend to dilute your own self in terms of, you know, what content you're putting out there. So, so for example, uh, if you go out and speak to 10 people and they all have 10 different opinions and they will have 10 different opinions on how they want to approach a piece of a, a topic that you want to talk about. Now, in the interest of wanting that person on your show, you mm -hmm. may say, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. You just come. 
and then all of a sudden the topic on your show gets diluted and you forget about the entire purpose on why you're trying to get that person on your show like if you are trying to monetize your business so for example me my focus my not my focus but one of the reasons that I do my podcast is so I can meet people who are in my line of work who I could potentially work with as also like if you look at my podcast now five or six of them are friends they've added value in terms of content but the remainder are people who have either worked with on some project or the other or will or I'm in the process of discussing with them or are actually my retainer clients now so they didn't start off as my retainer clients but i interviewed them they resonated with me and so now they are my clients but you see that's generally the project progression that you get with running a podcast that fits into your business like i'm talking about technology and learning and solutions and guess what every single person who's on my podcast is all about technology and learning and solutions and so we're working together or something of that sort and at some point it gets diluted like oh you know i just want to talk to you because i like you and i want you to be on my podcast so you you tend to digress you know your mind gets you you, you feel you get into that happy zone and you're like ha ah, okay you know let's just do this so once in a while that happens and that's one of the biggest mistakes is you allow yourself to drift don't allow yourself to drift stick to a certain line of thought um, and that's very very important apart from that everything just let let it evolve the way it has to naturally also that's also very very crucial don't be so controlling ki you don't allow your podcast to grow allow it to evolve allow it to grow but naturally don't force it in a particular direction or don't limit it in any way as well got it so uh setting up a podcast and running the show is one thing and attracting the right advertisers and sponsors to your podcast is not, is another thing so mm. uh how do you go about uh, attracting the right advertisers to your podcast So like I said you know one of the most important things uh, for advertisers or advertising is that the brand needs to resonate with the content that's being created on the show Okay um one of the best ways to know if that happens is go and approach the brand and say excuse me I'd like to have you on my show okay. let's have a conversation from my show's perspective see okay. if that resonates with something that your brand likes if they like it they will invest in it irrespective of whether there is an audience or there isn't you know the at the end of the day a brand wants to see the value and if a brand associates and they say that oh you know what i like this show and i want to invest in it they will also invest in promoting it because at the end of the day it's visibility for them you know it's just another avenue for their audience to be heard and if it's content that's going to associate with their brand on a very strong way that's the best value you can give to advertisers okay so invite your brand to your show and if they like what they hear and if they like what they've experienced they will invest in it so uh, how do you basically go about promoting your podcast like can you share some ideas with us oh the first way you need to do is obviously force it down the throat of your friends and family and i'm not even joking about that like you have whatsapp groups send them that whatsapp this is my show listen to it now and then <laughs> what is your feedback tell me what you heard tell me what you like because if you're look creating content like for example my the entire process of me creating my content like i understand technology for me it's like second nature it's like changing gears in a car i just know it mm-hmm. but i can't assume that the people who i'm creating the content for are in the same phase of mind they are not i know for a fact that they are not those are the kind of people who i'm making this content for so i have to shift gears there as well so i need to move into a space where Yes I understand it but can I simplify it further can I make it easier for them to understand so the moment I do that 
I need to go to those people and say, excuse me, I made this piece of content for you. Can you please give it a listen and let me know your feedback. So I do this on Facebook groups. I do this on WhatsApp groups. I do this with my friends. I do this with my friends' friends. I do with my friends' friends' friends. I go to my ex-colleagues. And literally everybody and anybody under my son is on a WhatsApp group of mine. I have 700 people in that WhatsApp broadcast. I, the moment I land an episode, I send them out of which and I, I even given them, I give them the option. Like if you don't like this content, please let me know. I'll unsubscribe you from that broadcast, yeah, right, right. but make sure they hear about it. Sure. The biggest thing, the second big thing that you need to do is obviously go out onto social media, talk about it, engage with the audience. And when I'm saying engage with your audience, it's not just going out on social media and saying, Oh, we just did an episode. Here's the guest. Here's the information. Here are the hashtags and that's it. And done. No. Conversations need to evolve. How do you create conversations? Find topic of information that are occurring on the social media. Jump in on those conversations as yourself, not as your brand, as yourself, as the host of the podcast. And then say, oh, this is such an interesting conversation. We spoke about this on our podcast. Can you please hear it? Now you're giving them information on a platter. Seven out of 10 will be, people will click that. If they're reading that entire chain, they will click that. And out of those seven, three will listen and maybe one will give you feedback, but that's still one more than you had today. Right. And that's still seven more people who have seen your podcast than you did today. Got it. It adds up. It stacks up. Do this every time. Sure. So do it on Facebook groups, do it on Twitter, do it on Instagram, do it on LinkedIn. Just jump on conversations. It's fine if people say, oh my God, this guy is being spammy and trolly. I don't give a shit. You're seeing my podcast. That's what I have. That's what matters. Got it. So <laughs> as you rightly pointed out, networking and communities, everything, if you want to grow your podcast, right? So uh, do you want to tell us more about the community that you are in and how, how, how does the process work for you? The community that I'm in? For BIB. Wow. <laughs> Uh, so we're creating actually something called the BIB network, which is just everybody who's ever associated with the podcast ever. Um, I, have you read the book, The Secret or heard of it? Yeah, I've heard of it. You've heard of the movie, The Secret? No. Okay. I've so basically, okay. So it's written by this lady called Rhonda Byrne and there are a secret series of movies in there. And there's actually a movie that's coming up called How Thoughts Become Things. And okay. um but it's basically created, uh, well, not created, it's produced by this gentleman called Doug Vermeeren. Um, okay. He's he's one of the guys who's been featured in The Secret pretty regularly uh, alongside, you know, Dr. Marie Diamond, Dr. Marina Brunet, uh, Megan Fates, Amber Khan, um, and a, Travis, Dr. Travis Fox and a whole bunch of different people. These people have also been guests on the BIB podcast and they've been broadcast on a show in Africa, the BIB show that broadcast to about 30 million people in Africa, okay. uh, which is one of the, which is one of the things that we're going to be adding into the India network very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just taken a little bit of a break because, you know, of the entire restructuring and the, all of that stuff that's happening. Okay. So we're going to be restarting that content again, and we're going to be starting to push that kind of content uh, in India as well. So these are the people who are part of the BIB network and, and literally that network is just growing. Every time we add a new guest or a new podcast, whether it's somebody who I am hosting or whether it's somebody that Phil is hosting, whether it's any of our partners who are in New Zealand, South Africa, USA, if they are hosting somebody, they immediately get added to something called the BIB network. Mm-hmm. 
what happens by the virtue of that is that you know if in the network somebody needs uh, somebody of value for example if you're looking for a graphic designer I don't know why you would be looking for one because you have 10 sitting in your office, but I will come to that later. So just assume that you're looking for a graphic designer uh, and you know that I run an agency. You're going to be like, Hey, Partha, I need a graphic designer. Do you think you can help me? Guess what? I do. And I have not one, but three and we'd be able to help each other. And that's essentially the value of that network that now somebody who is of value to you at that point is not more than two phone calls away. As compared to six degrees of separation, we are saying no, two phone calls. That's all it needs. You just make one phone call to your guy who introduced you to the BIB network. That guy makes one phone call and somebody gets connected to you. And that's immediate value of the BIB network. The BIB network currently is valued at close to about $4 billion average or not average all totally, which is not a small amount of money. (laughs) So it's, it's a pretty vast network and it's around the world and we're very, very proud of it. Um, It's, uh, this is an immediately leverageable network. These are people who we've done podcasts with. And so we have a relationship with them. Like imagine now you're spending one hour with me. Mm-hmm. You and I have connected over one hour, which is literally five times more than the average connection of anybody else. Like you don't spend more than 10 minutes. Like how often, do, how long do you, sp- how much time do you spend at a stretch? with even your office colleague, not more than five, 10 minutes, unless it's a forced meeting, even with, in which case there are like seven other people in there. So right. you're that, that time is split among this thing, but this is a one-to-one conversation right. that you and I are having. Like right now you're looking straight at me and you're thinking, Oh my God, this guy's talking so much. <laughs> but at the end of the day, there's a value that's being exchanged and either you, you either resonate with it or you don't. And if you've resonated with it, you're going to stay in touch with me and say, Oh, Partha, I have this problem and I need you right. to help me because I, I think I know that you'll be able to help me. Right. And this is what is essentially the buildup of the BIB network. Okay. By the way, by virtue of this conversation, you are also now part of the BIB network. I mean, that's just generally how it works. Got so welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> and I also saw that you have this course uh, bump. Uh, it's yes. called bump, right? Yeah. yeah. Can you share a little bit more about that? Oh, sure. Uh, so Bump is basically billionaires and boxers understand monetizing podcasts. Okay. It's, it's, it's a beginner course. I wouldn't call it actually a beginner course. It's a, a very elaborate course. It's a six week course where we teach people how to get into the mindset of getting started with a podcast, how to start a podcast, how to plan your content, who do you reach out to, setting up all the systems and all of that stuff. And then actually launching the podcast and monetizing it from day one. Okay. So we are talking about it from a business perspective because at the end of the day, billionaires in boxes is about empowering a billion entrepreneurs, one podcast at a time. I mean, that's literally our tagline. If you go to the website, you'll say that we are, we want to empower a billion entrepreneurs around the world, uh, one podcast at a time. Now, how do you do that as an entrepreneur? Your core function is your own business. And if you're not able to monetize your business, uh, obviously something's wrong. So the best way for we feel that you can monetize your business is basically by saying, um, I have a podcast, let's make some money out of it. And how do you do that? Uh, either you know how to do that and you have the understand, or uh, we have the blueprint, which is called bump. You come, we train you, we mentor you, we handhold you, we give you group sessions. We give you one-on-one sessions. We take you through the entire process of learning how podcasting works, how you can monetize your podcast. What are the things that you can do? What are the, issues you can sidetrack or you can overcome very quickly because guess what? We've been doing this for the last 10 years. Phil has been doing it for 10. I've been doing it for 10. Uh, 
it's something that we've experienced. We've experienced some form of failure uh, at any given point of time. And we learn from our failures so you don't have to do make them same mistakes over and over again. And that's essentially what we do as part of the podcasting, as part of the course. Okay. Got it. Okay. So that's great. Uh, let's wrap it up with just one last question that I sure. have. Sure. So what's that one advice that you want to give it away to our listeners? The one advice? Uh, find a niche that works for you. That's very, very important. Okay. So I picked technology because, for, well, I didn't pick technology. I picked learning. I, that's very, very close to my heart. Like, I, I love to learn and I love to share. So at the moment I learn something, I want more people to know about it, which is why I have this podcast. You know, why I do East is because if I get information about the podcast, then I can actually share that with my audience. And that's essentially the process that I went through with that podcast is that by virtue of having to have meaningful conversations with my guests, I am learning something new about what they do as well. And I cover a range of different topics. So, f so for me, that is my niche learning and sharing. What's your niche? Is it talking about food? Then make a food podcast. If it's writing or books, make a podcast about that. If it's marketing, make a podcast about that. Even if it's something as small as SEO and you do only a 10 episode mini series around, you know, how SEO helps your business, make a podcast about that, but find your niche. Don't look at it from the perspective as, uh, Oh, I'm creating a piece of content. I should be able to make money out of it. It'll never work. Make content for the sake of making content because you resonate with it because you add value to it and you want to add value to the people who are listening to the content. The moment you make a piece of content saying that I want to earn money out of it, you're going to add value to nobody because you're trying to create commercial content, which guess what? There are a million people out there doing it far better than what you and I could do. But if you find something that you are good at and you can share it with somebody in the form of a podcast, that is what you need to do. And that is my biggest piece of advice to anybody going out there and making content. Got it. Uh, so before we close, tell us uh, where can people follow you? Oh, uh, I am at Partha NS everywhere, almost everywhere. So I have my website is Partha NS, Twitter, not Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram is Partha NS. In fact, if you go to about.me slash Partha NS, you'll find all my social handles over there. I think if you own a business or a podcast and if people are looking for ways to improve their visibility and, you know, build revenue streams with their podcast, I think BIB is something that they should definitely check out. So I'll, I'll, I've left all the links in the podcast description. So uh, I request everyone to go and check it out. Uh, so thank you, Partha. That was super insightful. Uh, I actually got a ton of insights on, you know, monetizing podcast, networking, advertising, so many things. Um, you have given us a lot to think about and I'm looking forward to learning more from you. Thank you very much. I do appreciate it. And I look forward to uh, being on the podcast again in the future, hopefully. Definitely. <laughs> it was nice talking to you today, Partha. See you All again. Right. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Stay tuned to our weekly upcoming episode with more sales and marketing leaders from around the globe. We are on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and more. Subscribe to get notified when a new episode is out. Also, please leave us a review if you're on Apple. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. <laughs>